Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au or visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. This is Andy Raymond, Unfiltered. The Dream Team series continues. We're going to 200 and 45 gamer with us, Bo Scott. How are you, legend? I'm well, Andy. Yourself? I'm good. Retired a few years now. When you get the chance to look back, which game or moment stands out? Oh, it's hard to beat the 2010 grand yeah. final. Um, a lot of people say playing for your state or your country is great, but nah, nothing beats you. Nothing beats a couple of years of hard work with the same yeah. same bunch of guys and achieving, trying to achieve the same goal, which is the premiership, and they're very hard to come across. And uh, I was lucky enough to be in a great team with a great coach, and um, we managed to get the job done on the day. Massively underrated footy side, and that performance in the GF, next level. Yeah, it was a, uh, a bit of a two-year sort of coming around because mm. – the year before, we had a really, really great season. We were minor premiers and um, everything was sort of leading to bigger things. And yep. we got bundled out two weeks. Yeah. We uh, we played Parramatta last round at Cogger and for some reason, whatever the way the draw fell, we uh, we played them the following week in round one. Of back, the, at <laughs> back at Cogger in yeah. the semifinals. And we got our pants pulled down. Every growth ran 90 metres and we... Uh, we're off to Brisbane the following week, mm. so that was before the obviously the updated um, final series draw. Yeah, that's, of course it was. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, so one played eight. Parramatta that's scraped right. in. One played eight, and yeah, eight beat us. So. And that was in the middle of Jared Hayne just having the most incredible it was. run. He did. Yeah, that was um, that was Jared's year, two thousand and nine, oh, and. It started with us. He, he knocked over <laughs> us uh, for the first week of the, the finals. And anyway, we're off to Brisbane the following week, and um, Darren Loggia broke his cheek during it's, that yeah. game. And it was a tough game. I, I've heard some comments after the game the following year, and a couple of the players saying that was one of the hardest football games we've ever played. And we felt the same. We we went out every week and. We were a physical team. We weren't that gifted and talented, but 100%. we we ripped and teared. And yeah. um, I know they they felt it, and it, it knocked Lockie around because he's in a helicopter the next week down to Sydney to play. And mm. um, yeah, they got bundled out too, which was a bit of theme that year, or or the couple of years there at the Dragons was if you played the Dragons the week before, you tend to lose a week after. Um, mm-hmm. If you go back and have a look at it, it's wow, it's pretty crazy. That's so, bad. Mate, Origin, you loved it. 11 games for the Blues. Tough era for the Blues. You were part of that 2014 series after so much pain. What a relief. Does that best sum it up? It does, yeah. Um, 
I look back on Origin now and I can appreciate the team that we're up against. So they were, they were awesome. Mm. And when we go ahead and, and I've picked my best team that I've played with or would want, want to play with yeah. or would want to, yeah, be on my side of the, the side of the fence, um, there'd be a few of those in it. But, yeah, they were, um, they were a very, very good team and yeah. we uh, were up against it every time. And like you said, 2014, we... We managed to get the job done in game one. That's where yep. we won the, won the series. It was, it was one of the hardest games I've ever played and I wow. remember certain parts out of that game and I remember in the dressing sheds after the game I walked mm. in and I was physically exhausted. I, yeah. I walked into the dressing sheds and laid, laid on the ground on my back because I was that exhausted from the game and just the result that we actually got it done in Brisbane, which was mm. one of the hardest tasks in origin. 100%. Dream team, Bo was given uh, a brief, hmm. 13 guys to play for his life. Let's start with fullback. Who's in and why, mate? Uh, fullback, I've just touched on that. I've got Billy Slater. He's, he's hmm. one of the best I've played with and played against. Played he's with him for Australia? For Australia, yeah. yeah. Um, he's in everything. Yeah. He's, he's a motivator on and off the field. Hmm. Uh, he's great at training. He's... Yeah, he's he's someone that you want in your team because he's in there to to win. He's in there. He's a he's the ultimate competitor. He's putting his body on the line. Mm. He's he's not a, he's not a little person. No, he's not. No, people people probably look at him on the field and go, oh, he is little, but yeah. he's probably little to, in stature to the players around him. And there's some big boppers out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Billy Billy was my my number one. You based your game primarily on defence. You didn't want anyone past you on your shift. Trying to get your hands on and oh, then yeah. trying to get physical with a guy like Billy, frustrating. Yeah, it is because he, he jumps around, he's back yep. and forward, and he um, he's a support player too. So when he's pushing up on people, you don't know which side he's going to pop up on, left or right. But yeah, no, he's uh, he's definitely a very handy player back in his day. Okay, what about our wingers? Oh, uh, wingers, wingers, wingers. Brett Morris. Um, he's got to be up there with with one of the yeah. best that's sort of ever played. He's he was in everything. He was he was fast. He could mm. he could catch him catch anything. Yeah. Um, and he he could pass too. He could he could turn it on for his centre. I remember a couple of games there down at, at Wollongong. There, him and Gaz had a great combination on yep. on the left side of the field. And I remember one game they I think he put in three tries each. So wow. I think um. Yeah, they'd turn each other inside out and, and, and get the job done. You mentioned Billy Slater's not a small guy. It's almost unfair how big the Morris twins are <laughs> to be that fast. Yeah, the pair of them. They're, uh, they're, they're, they're sort of top-heavy, but they've got long legs and, yeah. and they can motor. I remember even when I was at uh, with Premier League with the Dragons there, they were yeah. coming through the ranks. They were a year or two younger than me and I was there. It was for, for captain's run or something. Anyway, they're on their, on their way. Right through the ranks, and uh, they're doing some, I think, 200 meter shuttles or something. Jeez. And uh, just watching them stride out, and it's like, holy Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, they can move. So. Yeah, they can. Okay, who's on the other wing? I've got Mark Gaz on the other wing. He's obviously a renowned centre, yep. but uh, he played a bit of wing too for Australia. Can't really go past him. I played with Gaz in, um, obviously, club level and, and for New South Wales. Yep. And yeah, he's one of the. One of the most gifted footballers and getting around. What about our centres, mate? Who have you named at three and four? Well, he's another Queenslander with GI. I think um, 
I think I talk about the Queensland team, uh, obviously Cameron Smith and JT and, and the likes, but GI, he, he held them together. He was he was one of the massive reasons that they managed to win so many years yeah. in a row. He was obviously a very gifted footballer, but um, just the stature, just just his presence on the field. He could intimidate you. He could, um, he could win a game single-handedly. Yeah, we are talking about that wonderful Queenslander from Maxville, New South Wales, Greg Inglis. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help That's myself. The one. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, who have you partnered with him? Uh, I'll put Matt Gidley. Wow, he, um, yeah. Growing up watching kids and obviously when I was sort of aspiring to be a, uh, a football player, he's just very talented. Loved the way he could, he could mm. pick the defence and knew when to flick pass out of his... Uh, you know what? Yeah, and straight he's out. Very, very good, and he, his defence was great too. Mm. Like he was his stand up there, and um, yeah, just one of the one of the genuine centres that we've had over the years. Not many genuine centres. You came into grade as a genuine centre, filled out or got slow or ended up in the back row, but yeah, I don't know if it was a genuine centre or that's just where I ended up coming through <laughs> the ranks. But yeah, I played a lot of games out wide, and I think it probably um, helped me. Uh, defensively going forward, yeah, because at, at one position in, two positions in, it's it's huge. It's mm. it's a massive adjustment to your game. But out wider, you got to make your one on one tackles. It's yeah. as simple as that. And you're missing them, and you're um, letting your team down and yourself. But yeah, um, a lot of games in the centres, and I bobbed in and out of there. But the older I got and the slower I got, I ended up closer to the middle of the field. Because you played both positions, there's the theory that. The back rower makes the decision and the guys out wider have to follow that decision, whatever it may be. But it just comes down to the, the one-on-one, doesn't it, for the centre? Yeah, it does out wide. Um, it all depends if your halves are going to play in or outside the centre as well. We, yeah. we mix that up over the years as well. Where Centre um, ideally is a two-man yep. and your halves are your three-man because – should be the easier position, but um, yeah, I played a lot of centre at the three men as well, and sort of left. Well, when I was at the Dragons, we'd see how he out there, so he was fairly fairly quick, so he could yep. sort of uh, recover that position as well when he was when he was two man, and we obviously tried to not make him make too many tackles at the same yeah. time. Coaching, because mate, you you are a, a bit of a footy head. Um, there was a time where you you thought maybe a defensive role. Because you had something to offer, is it still in the back of the mind somewhere? Yeah, yeah, it is. I do a little bit of um, individual coaching, one on ones yeah. with a few people and um, a few girls from out this way at the moment as well. And I'm actually doing a uh, defensive uh, consultancy role with the Dragons um, uh, NRLW team this year. Good on you. So with Sowie. With Sowie, yeah. yeah Sowie sort of rang me up and asked me if I want to be involved. And I said, yeah, I'd love to. I'll. Um, I'll come down and, and throw him a two, two bobs worth and say so he's fairly excited about that. So am I. So it's yeah. sort of – I've done a little bit of coaching um, in the country out this way with a few of the representative teams in, yep. that in the last couple of years um, with a, bit, a few disruptions along the way. But, mm. um, yeah, I'm obviously um, – the defensive side of things I'm, I'm passionate about and mm. I, I think I, I have a fair knowledge of how to – Pass on a few tips and pointers to um, 100%. to a few guys that want to listen over the, over the sort of coming six months. Good stuff, mate. Uh, that's tremendous to hear. Let's go into the halves, the six and the seven in the Bo Scott Dream Team. Oh, I've got uh, Brad Fittler as uh, as my six, and obviously JT is my seven. 
mind you, six or seven, it doesn't really matter in my eyes. They sort of play their their dominant roles on each yeah. side of the field and, and that's the way I looked at it. And um yeah, they're both obviously all times there. <laughs> to have Brad Fittler on one side and Jonathan First in the other. They can do everything. They can tackle, they can kick, yeah. they can obviously pick defensive line apart to where they want to be, who they want to put them through, what sort of line and yeah. But what what more can you say? This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour-bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au or visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. This is Andy Raymond, Unfilled of the Dream Team series. We've got Bo Scott with us. His backline has been named. Um, let's move into the forwards. Who have you got at lock, mate? At lock, one of my good mates over the years. Um, probably a fairly tough guy if you come across him in an alley in the middle of the night, Jeremy Smith. Um, I enjoyed thoroughly playing alongside Jezza. I didn't like playing against him too much. No. But, um, yeah, we got on, we got on, on and off the field. And... Well, you're both batshit crazy as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it was good to play with. I think yeah. um, my wife's mentioned over the years, she said uh, a few times there that when she knew Jez was running out beside me and vice versa, she felt safe. Yeah. So uh, it's important to have that guy in the footy side. I know you can't punch anymore and there's limited things you can do on the field. Footy's changing, society's changing, but you still need the alpha male on the footy field and that's what both Jeremy and yourself were. Yeah, yeah, and we enjoyed that role. We um, we took it yeah, in our stride and... Mm. Got in trouble a few times here and there and tried to blame each other, but... Uh, How was yeah. training with you and Jeremy, uh, two alphas? Yeah, training was all right. I, there's probably a couple of uh, times that sort of stick in my memory. Was, um, oh, the first year Wayne came to the club in 2009, generally with Wayne, you go on a big bash-up camp for a couple yeah. of days and get a few like SAS involved and... Try to intimidate you and, yeah. and bash you up and make you get up in the middle of the night and walk through swimming pools under your below your head height and whatnot and all the fun stuff to try to uh, <laughs> try to bring a group of players together in I don't know what sort of fashion but yeah. it happens. Anyway, it's just uh, it's part of that camp. We we carried some metal bars for about half a day and done all the fun stuff. Ended up on a beach and one of the coaches' ideas or. I don't even know if it might have been one of the soldiers' ideas. Everyone was going to have a sock wrestle. I don't know if you're familiar with a sock wrestle. No. Everyone puts a pair, pair of footy socks on. you got to take right? them You off. get on your knees and you, whoever, whoever's, it's one-on-one on one and whoever's got their footy socks off and try to get the other person's socks off before they get yours off and they're the winner. Yep. Anyway, I think that everyone, we touched everyone up and by the end it was Jeremy and I and so-called the final and we're wrestling around on this sand and, I can't even remember the end of it, but I think it went on for about five or ten minutes and I was exhausted and he was too and um, I think we nearly just touched gloves and said, everyone clapped and said, yep, 
you've done enough. You, yeah, get up, you're done. So terrific. It was, um, yeah, it was, it was a good wrestle. Actually, I think I got one of his socks, and he got none of mine, and one of his was on. So I'm going to take a win. And yeah, do. take a win. Yeah. Sorry, Jezza. Terrific yarn. Uh, second row was mate. Who are you throwing in? I got some good guys. I got um, I got Benny Cray, and I got Steve Simpson. Genuine, genuine good guys, and you know what you're going to get from when they pull on the jumper next year. And I never played with Steve. I watched a lot of Steve yeah. growing up through Origin and obviously Newcastle, and I just loved loved his attitude. I love yep. what he done on the field. Uh, met him a couple of times when I was up at Newcastle, mm. and what he was on the field, he was off the field. Big tough thing. Just a big tough thing with yeah. big hands and just a big frame. Yep. I'm glad I never played against him too much, actually. And, yeah. Um, same with Benny. Um, I know I've known Benny for – actually, funny story, Ben and I actually debuted Premier League for the Dragons together. Really? Believe it or not. So we're talking about four? four. Uh, we are talking 2003-ish. 2003. There you 2002, go. 2003, something along them lines. Anyway, oh, wow. Benny uh, fast-tracked his NRL debut a couple of years before me after mm. that and went on with it. But, um, yeah, believe it or not, we, uh, we debuted – Dragons Premier League went on to play the grand final against the Roosters that year and lost. I do remember that. And um, yeah, Ben's just a he's a nice guy, yeah, just down to earth, brilliant character. But on the field, you, you hand him the jersey, put your pair of footy boots on, and you know what you're going to get from him every week. Yeah, and yeah. I love that about people, I love that about players that I play with. Mm. But there's no variation of who, where we're at, who mm. we're playing against, if it's raining, if it's cold, if it's too hot, you're just going to do your best mm. for yourself and for your teammate. Okay, let's move up to the front. Who is uh, the two props? I've got Glenn Lazarus. Yeah. Hard to get past. Three clubs, three premierships, one of the best ever. Yeah. What else do you say? And just a, a giant of a man whose record huge, speaks for itself. Huge. Yeah. Uh, who's on the other side? I've got, uh, I've got Matt Scott. Um, yeah, played against him a fair few times. Obviously, uh, a couple of ones that stand out during Origin. He's yeah. just just a brick. He just remember going low off him off a tap up in Queensland one year. wasn't too bad on my part, but you just you just felt the just <laughs> just a unit. Yeah, and he done it every weekend, week yeah. out. He was um, same in Ben Craig. There's very little. Difference between his best and his worst game. You knew what you when you talk about performance, like yeah. um, the coaches sort of give you a rating, or you try to rate yourself. Mm. And a seven out of ten every week will be great. Yeah, and that's what they're asked for. Seven out of ten. I don't want a three out of ten into a nine out of ten, mm. and and that's them blokes. So they give you a seven or eight out of ten every week, and that's what it is. So okay, let's move to the final position. Let's uh, let's move to hooker, mate. Wow, this was tough. Um, Denny Badiris was one of my all-time favourites growing up. Uh, loved to watch him in particular. One origin there, yeah. sitting there, and it was off a kickoff. It was Shane Webke took one off the kickoff under the mm. post, and the first person there was Denny Badiris, half his size. A lot of people would probably remember the tackle, and he just threw his whole body in. Yeah. He stopped in Denny's tracks, and that was just Denny as a player. Yep. He was, um, he was awesome to – I was lucky enough to play a couple of years with Danny up at Newcastle and, um, yeah, just just a footballer, mm. just brilliant. Yeah, you bet. Um, so I'm going to give you two, but can I give you two or not? Yeah, of course you can. Cameron Smith. 
Yep. He's, he has been the constant in this Dream Team series, despite the fact that uh, you came up against him on debut. I did, actually. <laughs> I, I actually ended up a judiciary because of him. Yes. Oh, not because of him, but, um, yeah, I uh, debuted against him when I debuted for Cronulla in 2005 and uh, got told got told all week, all week, all week, you got to go kick pressure, Cameron Smith, kick, kick, yep, yep, kick pressure, kick pressure, yep, righto, yep, yep, I'm going to kick pressure him. Anyway, fifth tackle, I was about 40 metres out of our try line and uh, I, was at, I was at marker. I took off and off I went and he went to kick the ball, just jumped up and might have been a little bit ladyish, but Ish. not to these days, the way they, they police things. But um, anyway, it wasn't too bad. I got I got penalty against me and anyway, put on report and the club decided, oh, it's not bad enough for a week off. So off we went to judiciary and I got off. So. You did get off, yeah. I did, yeah. Always a pleasure, mate. Enjoy the off-season. Um, still fishing? Yeah, I try to do a fair bit of fishing. A uh, young fellow loves it, so yeah. the more I get out there with him, the better. This is the Bow Scott Dream Team on Andy Raymond Unfielder. Billy Slater is the fullback. Brett Morris, Mark Gasnier, the wings. A couple of good New South Welshmen in the centres in Greg Inglis and Matt Gidley, Brad Fittler and Jonathan Thurston of the halves. The lock is Jeremy Smith. Ben Cray, Stevie Simpson, the second row, Glenn Lazarus and Matt Scott are the props. And Jewel Hookers playing 40 minutes each, Danny Badiris and Cameron Smith. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered, another cracking week on the podcast where you can listen to any episode at any time. Just download the lot and rip in. Early in the week, it's the Legends series, where over two episodes, we talk footy and life with some of the game's greats. They are without peer when it comes to storytelling. The Rugby League Superpod comes out just in time for the round of footy. It's the hottest podcast on the market, with 12 different player interviews each and every episode. Yep, a dozen interviews with all your favourites every week. The Dream Team series will get you through the weekend, no dramas. Past and present players deliver their best ever 13. Or could be best drinkers, funniest teammates or worst trainers. Every one of them is a beauty you'll love but disagree with too. Four episodes weekly on the only podcast that talks with the superstars, not about them, each and every episode. Make sure you come back soon. Legends. Legends.